My name is Stella Turner and I am a member of the Live Girl Leadership Council. Today I will be looking into the early history of Planned Parenthood and how it started as an organization. My source for this information is the Planned Parenthood website. Planned Parenthood was founded in 1916 based on the idea that women should have the information and care they need to live full lives and have control over their bodies. They are the nation's leading advocate for high quality, affordable health care for men, women, and children. So how did it start? Planned Parenthood was founded by the nurse, activist, and educator Margaret Sanger, who had the idea that women should be able to control their own bodies and their own destinies. At the time, this was a very forward-thinking idea. Her motive for founding this organization and becoming an educator traces back to her mother, who had health problems stemming from her many pregnancies with seven miscarriages. Stranger started her life's work by traveling to Europe to study birth control when it was illegal to educate people about it in the United States. Then in 1916, Sanger, alongside her sister, Ethel Byrne, and activist friend, Fania Mandel, opened up the country's first birth control clinic in Brooklyn with great results. However, nine days after the opening, the police quickly responded, shutting the place down. The three women were charged with crimes for illegally sharing birth control information. Sanger, refusing to pay the fine, spent 30 days in jail, where she educated inmates about birth control. Once released, despite the clinic being shut down, this did not stop Sanger. She went on to travel around the nation, spreading awareness and sharing her vision, marking the beginning of the Planned Parenthood movement. By 1923, Sanger was able to open a larger clinic called the Birth Control Clinical Research Bureau in Manhattan. It was designed to distribute birth control devices as well as perform research and collect data surrounding the safety and long-term effectiveness of birth control. Later that year, Sanger also introduced the American Birth Control League, an organization that advocated for the legalization of contraception in the United States. It also promoted women's reproductive rights and health. These two organizations then merged into the Planned Parenthood organization we know today. The continued efforts of Sanger and her supporters led to the 1936 court ruling that finally ruled birth control devices to no longer be classified as obscene, and they were legally distributed in Connecticut, Vermont, and New York. This was a big win for the Planned Parenthood movement, and although it didn't legalize the distribution of contraception to everyone, it was a step in the right direction. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for part two of the history of Planned Parenthood, in which we will be discussing the development of the pill and events that led to the modern-day Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood remains an important organization today because women deserve affordable health care and to have complete control over their bodies, period. My name is Stella Turner and welcome back to part two of the history of Planned Parenthood. We are going to be starting with the introduction of the pill. The pill, for those of you that don't know, is a form of contraception that contains hormones that are used to block the releasing of an egg from the ovaries. 
The developing of the pill began in 1948 when Planned Parenthood was awarded a small grant to the biologists working with the organization in order to be used to conduct research for the birth control pill. The research process was headed by Catherine Dexter McCormick, who is a leader in the suffrage movement and the League of Women Voters. Over the course of time, the pill was gradually refined to being a safe and effective form of birth control that is used by millions of women today. Its sale was officially approved by the FDA in 1960, and within only five years, one out of every four married women in the U.S. under age 45 used the pill. In general, much of the ground that Sanger originally made was slow to be accepted in the U.S. However, internationally, the movement was becoming more widespread and accepted. There was even the first international Planned Parenthood Federation established and Margaret Sanger served as its president for seven years. The U.S. Planned Parenthood Federation remains a member to this international organization today. The pill had started a new era for women, not just in the U.S., but around the world. It was the easiest and most effective way to prevent pregnancy. However, it wasn't fully available nationwide and was even banned in some states at first. This was reversed in the Griswold v. Connecticut case in 1965, in which the Supreme Court ruled that states could not deny the sale of contraception to married couples, leading to the legalization of contraception in 10 new states. Then, seven years later, the Supreme Court ruled that states are not allowed to ban the distribution of contraception to unmarried people. This made great ground for women that were single and not looking to get pregnant. The next big step for Planned Parenthood was the establishment of funding for family planning and sex education programs in the U.S. This meant that Planned Parenthood and other similar organizations were not only able to provide birth control, but also sex education services for people, which especially sparked positive impact on low-income areas. This funding still helps people today and is critical to some people's access to sexual and reproductive health care. Another great step in Planned Parenthood was the 1973 legalization of abortion within the first three months of pregnancy in all 50 states under the Roe v. Wade case. They also struck down many of the barriers surrounding abortions, including strict parental and spousal consent for the abortion, granting women more freedom of choice with their own bodies. Although this continues to be a fight today, Planned Parenthood paved the way for abortion rights and access to reproductive health care. Even though presidential administrations were, that were against Planned Parenthood, such as the Reagan, Bush, and Trump administrations, Planned Parenthood has held a commitment to overcoming these setbacks and fighting to help people with contraception, education, health care, and safe abortions. By the beginning of the 2000s, Planned Parenthood had successfully advocated for the FDA approval for new effective contraception methods such as the shot, ring, patch, implant, as well as the emergency contraception called Plan B, which is also known as the morning after pill. They also began providing hormone treatment therapy for transgender patients as well as the HPV vaccine. 
This vaccine alone has saved countless lives through cancer prevention. Despite discussions around the organization becoming increasingly politicized in recent years, Planned Parenthood has continued to advocate for what it believes in and has helped countless people to have access to healthcare, reproductive services, preventive care services such as cancer screenings, STD testing, and so much more. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. To me, the Planned Parenthood history really shows the adversity of the organization and their dedication to providing amazing services to women, men, and children alike. It's our turn to continue advocating for this organization in the future because women deserve the right to health care and to have the freedom of choice over their own bodies, period.